Welcome to Not Just Your Average Millennial Podcast. I'm Dimity, your not-so-average host. Together with some incredible guests, I share with you the life-changing lessons I've learned from remarkable places, people, and books. My deepest wish is that by you listening in every single week, that you too decide that you're not so average, that you just start doing more cool stuff, make outrageous plans, or even launch that business idea you've been waiting on for so long. Whatever it is that your heart is desiring right now or called to do, I know for sure that you're just not average. So let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of Not Just Your Average Millennial. I am your host, Jimmy Edwards, and today's guest, well, to be honest, all you need to know is meet Taylor. She is your social media marketing expert. She runs a company called Millennial Girls Media, so perfect guest for this podcast. And she's been doing that for almost two years. A beautiful friend of mine who specializes in supporting the mission of lead entrepreneurs to be seen, heard, and paid. I love that about her, that she is out there really just making sure that other people's messages are being amplified and they're getting the financial return in the process. She's the host of the Millennial Business Podcast and she's the co-founder of a very brand new business, which I cannot wait to dive more deeper into called video, um, sorry, called Unbound Video. And she is just really an extroverted person who loves everything that business is about. We have uh, gelled on this, this one love for business for many years. And I guess now she's just really on a mission to empower other entrepreneurs, just like I am business owners to really share their messages, step into their full potential and really create a huge impact on the world. So beautiful Tay Tay, welcome onto the podcast. Oh my God. Yay. Thank you so much. That was the best little intro ever. I'm so excited to be on the show. Thank you so much for coming on here. I know you are very busy. You let's just, <laughs> let's just like, I need to just give you some total credit. You've launched a business, like a, a whole new business. And I'm not talking a little social media business. You launched a whole, like very powerful business with video un- unbound video in nine days. Yeah. What is, yes. let's talk about that because like, <laughs> how did that come from? Where did the inspiration, because everyone always talks about this idea of wanting to start businesses or wanting to start, um, to start off something new, but do you know what? It's in the execution that things, dreams really do come true. Totally. Well, um, I actually connected with an amazing woman here in Bali. Her name's Yoko Deswert. Um, she's my new business partner. Um, she had this absolutely epic idea to offer completely uh, unlimited video editing for a fixed monthly fee. Um, And we'd connected briefly at an event, a personal development event. And she asked me to come on um, as her partner to help with this um, project, new project that she had the idea of. And we are both very driven women and, um, I, I was a hell yes. As soon as she told me about the idea, I was like, hell yes, this sounds epic. I'm in. Um, and we really just hit the ground running and we decided to launch, uh, within nine days of her coming to, to me with the idea. Um, and we just worked day and night for nine days and then got it done. And, and that's literally it. We just worked really, 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 really hard. Impressive is the word I'm going to use just there. Like, and I've I've seen it. I'm like, I'm part of the giveaway, secretly hoping to win. 
But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just, I love that you've taken an idea of um, a 2020 trend. And I know I've spoken around how just big video is going to be and you've really maximized uh, just what, what could be something incredible for all entrepreneurs out there who really struggle in the video making space, if I'm going to be honest. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's the thing for so many entrepreneurs and especially coaches. There's so many people out here in Bali specifically um, that know that they need to be making a lot more video content, but it's very time consuming and it's hard to learn how to edit properly. Um, so if you can have one dedicated project manager or account manager and one dedicated editor that is working solely with you and your brand they're going to get familiar with what sort of content that you want to be producing and the themes and the topics and the colors and everything that you want and you're not going to have to go back and tell a freelancer 20 times what you want um, and you're not going to have to stress about getting everything done in time because you're going to have a dedicated video editor working purely on your stuff so yeah it's pretty pretty cool idea Sign me up is basically what I'm saying. <laughs> no, but I get it. I, I get that because entrepreneur life is um, is is busy, right? And you, totally. you often in your work, and you don't often, um, unless you have a Gary V style and you have your your personal videographers walking around behind you, you forget to just smell the roses or um, take those moments to capture what you're doing because you're so in your creation. Yeah, exactly. Well, and that's the beauty of this is that you can do things like we're doing now, and you can have a podcast, but then just film the video of the podcast as well and just send us the whole podcast episode. And if you do an hour podcast, you might get six or seven little gold nuggets within that hour podcast that we can then edit and cut up into micro content. And you can post that out across sort of a couple of weeks or however long you might do one or two videos per week. And then that's almost like a month's worth of content right there, just from a one hour podcast episode. So um, we're really sort of trying to help people figure out how they can hack their time. And then um, we just produce everything for them and, and then yeah, blow their brands up in 2020. <laughs> And let's just talk around 2020 trends. And I know we were talking offline around how basically 2020 is going to be the year of complete and total alignment with your vision and mm. presence in your vision. And to me, yeah. that's just like, woof, that speaks to my whole entire soul. But I want to just know, like, what, do you, what trends do you see in 2020? And like video being one of the number one trend I see um, heading into the new, new decade. Yeah, totally. I think video is a uh, huge, um, I really see, uh, and I know Gary V like preaches this. Um, but I also like TikTok. the, I downloaded it the other week. It's literally like my new favorite platform. Um, <laughs> I think that's going to be huge. It much to a lot of adults, uh, discuss. They probably think it's just some stupid thing that their teenagers use, but it's so much fun, guys. Like if you go and create a video, it's genuinely so much fun. Um, yeah, I think video, audio as well, like with podcasts, because it's passive, um, you don't have to be sitting down and watching the screen to consume it. You can be um, consuming it while you're doing anything. But I think the thing for entrepreneurs is um, – not to just think about doing one thing, you need to be doing everything really. If you're, if you want to be taken seriously, um, you need to have your own podcast. You need to be producing videos on YouTube and Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn. And you need to be dipping your toes into everything because Facebook could disappear tomorrow. 
like, or for example, Instagram, the, the reach on Instagram and the engagement on Instagram has dramatically declined Absolutely. in the past couple of months. And so many people were going all in with Instagram and now they're like, well, shit, now my, oh, uh, I hope I can swear on this podcast. Is that, is that, you cool? can say whatever <laughs> fucking hell you like, girl. <laughs> um, yeah, but so many people are like, oh shit, now my, now my stuff on Instagram is not getting any engagement or anywhere near as much reach. And, um, they're freaking out because they don't know what to do because they didn't build their brand up on anything besides Instagram. So I think, uh, if you are wanting to really take things seriously in 2020, you need to be sort of dipping your toes into everything. I love that you you take it from such a holistic approach because I've been doing that for years now. And I guess but starting a podcast was one of those tick big tick items for me. Like as a as an entrepreneur, as someone who really does drive brand and how important personal brand is. So I love that you speak around how important it is as a holistic game and not just a single strategy to 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 kill it in the market. Yeah, totally. Well, if you think like your personal brand, you could be running a business and that business could go out, like it could go bankrupt. But if you've built up your personal brand, it doesn't matter where you go or what you do. You're always going to have that. Your personal brand can never go, you can never disappear because you as a person would have to disappear if your personal brand was to disappear. So like that for me, and that's one thing that I'm really have been focusing on lately as well is like trying to build up my personal brand as well as my business brand. Because when I do that, like when it's just me as a person, I'm allowed to talk about um, business, but I'm also like, I can talk about like motivational things and um, different hacks for marketing. And like when you're just talking you as a person, you can talk about any different topic that you want. Whereas like on your business page, you can't necessarily talk about, everything that you want to and everything that aligns with you as a person. So that's why I think it's also super important to build up your personal brand because you can truly be authentic to who you are with your personal brand. Yeah. The way that I put it to people, it's like getting chip, ordering a, ordering chips and adding chicken salt or uh, vinegar or tomato sauce <laughs> or barbecue. Like everyone, yes, it's pretty standard of like a business is standard with hot chips, but yeah. everyone gets to add their own flavor. Yes, I love that analogy. <laughs> so there you go, my personal branding one-on-one <laughs> tip for you. Add your flavor. No, I love that. And we'll circle, like, I just want to circle back a little bit um, to you and your mission. And like you said something before around like the reason why you knew that kicking off a business in nine days was like the best thing that you could possibly do was because you were a hell yes. Mm. How did you get to to understand hell yeses in that gut instinct? But also, how did you learn hell no's? Because they're just as important. Yeah, totally. And this is actually something that I have been struggling with this year to be 100% transparent with you is because I'm such a yes person. I, I love people and I love exciting things and I just get so excited for like everything all the time. And so when people are telling me, Oh, let's go and do this or let's do this project or let's go out for dinner. Let's uh, go out to lunch and let's go to ecstatic dance and let's go to yoga and let's do that. And I just say yes to everything. And then my calendar, I just found my calendar was full of all these things that I didn't really actually want to commit to. And so for me, the shift that I had to make was I actually had to make assertiveness one of my top six values. And then when people were asking me to do things, I had to, stop and think about if I actually wanted to do it or not. And then I had to start practicing being more assertive if I didn't want to do it because I wasn't used to saying no. And it was really hard for me to say no. It felt 
Like I didn't want to let the person down. I didn't want to disappoint them, but I had to learn that in order for me to truly honor who I am and make sure that I'm only doing things that are in alignment with myself and the vision and what I want to create for myself, I had to be more assertive and I had to learn to say no. Um, so that was one big shift that I had to make this year as being more assertive. But in terms of um, like saying hell yes and just knowing that this is like that doing Unbound Video Productions was something that I wanted to do. Um, it's just, it's, it's about trusting your intuition and it's your intuition for people who like some people I never really, it's I'm from Canberra guys. So intuition <laughs> is not like a thing. Yeah. People talk about in Canberra because not many people like people in Canberra aren't very woo woo or spiritual. It's like very, uh, if you uh, are listening for Canberra, we love lots. <laughs> yeah, oh, we do love in Canberra. I'm sorry. <laughs> I for Canberra shit all the time. Um, <laughs> No, Canberra is great, um, but it's just not very woo-woo and there's not much talk about like trusting your intuition. And Got so you. like your intuition is just that little voice in your head that you don't necessarily always listen to, but you know, it's like, it's deep down. That's what feels right for you. And when Yoko presented this idea to me, I had been looking for an opportunity for a little while to, I'd been thinking about, sorry, for a little while, um, potentially like bringing on a partner with my business or um, looking for a business that I could potentially do a partnership with because I know for me, I'm a person who loves being around other people. I bounce off other people's energy um, and building things as a team is a lot more fun. And so this is something that I had already been thinking about for my business. So then when I was presented with this idea, um, it was a hell yes for me because Yoko and I are very, um, we play to each other's strengths and weaknesses. So there's some things that Yoko's absolutely epic in and I'm not so great in. And so she looks after those things, whereas there's some things that I'm better at and she's not so good at. So I look after those things. So we complement each other very well. And so that's why it also made it very easy for me to say, yes, this is because like I could see that there was things that I'm not so good at, that she was epic at and vice versa. So that's also another way how it, how I was able to say how yes to this opportunity. I love that intuition synergy yes. and just really just knowing your values. That's, that's yes. the three takeaways that I got out of why you yes. so easily came to that decision and executed on a business in nine days. Yeah, totally. Very impressive. And like <laughs> I, the, the next question I'm going to dive into because we've spoken a little bit around 2020 and I just want to know like, how do you, cause you are living in Bali and I'm so jealous cause I'm obsessed <laughs> with that place, but yes. how do you keep your vision alive? And like, let me, go, let's go through your strategy because every, we always feed everyone so much information. I, and I just want people to just take a moment to really understand the process in understanding their vision. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I was first introduced to creating a vision by Joel Brown, who is both of our mentors. Um, maybe He's phenomenal. Like, Go check yeah, it out. Addicted to success. Epic. Yeah. <laughs> um, maybe about a year and a half ago was the first time. This It was a completely foreign concept to me, creating a vision. It was nothing. I'd never heard of it before. Um, and he asked me to create a 10-year vision. And I was 23 at the time. And so, no, sorry, I was 24 at the time. And for me as a 24-year-old to sit down and think, 
what do I want to be doing when I'm 34? I was like, holy shit, I might be married. I might have kids. What am I like? I just like started freaking out to begin with um, because it was so overwhelming and I'd never done anything like that before. But when you actually sit down and do start thinking about what you want to create, the life you want to create for yourself and who you want to surround yourself with and, and what environment you want to be in and what sort of finances you want and what house you want and what business, what sort of business you want to build. Having that direction and having that clarity is like, I've never, it just completely changed my life. Like literally completely changed my life. Um, and so for anyone who has never started like, or never even thought about creating a vision for themselves before, literally you just have to think, okay, so there's different areas in your life, obviously. Yeah. Um, so for example, I think there's like eight different areas of life. So there's business, um, there's finances, there's um, environment, there's circle of influence, there's relationship, um, relationship, health. Yep, health. <laughs> um, there's two more. What are the other two? Um, anyway, I'll think of them. Um, but basically, <laughs> we'll come back to them. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll come back. Uh, you go through your life and you, you think about in every area, what would you want to be doing in 10 years? And if 10 years seems too daunting for people, like you can just do five years. Okay. What do I want to be doing in five years time with my business or with my, uh, love slash relationship? What do I want to create and what do I want to be feeling? Because, um, it's, it's one thing to set a goal and it's one thing to make a vision for yourself, but you also need to think about who you need to become to step into that vision and who you need to become to achieve those things. So you can write, okay, I want to make a million dollars, but it's like, okay, cool. Well, if you want to make a million dollars, who do you need to become and what do you need to change for you as yourself, as a person to make that a million dollars? Because if you have, if you could already do it as the person you are today, you would have done it already. There's no doubt in my mind about that. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. You need to, you need to change. You need to learn. You need to grow. There's certain things that you need to do in order to achieve that goal. So that's one thing that Joel taught us with the vision process is that, okay, you can have these things that you want to achieve, but then you need to write your I am statements to go along with those things you need to, you want to achieve. So Ooh, I really just, I'm just going to pause here because I want to make yes. this, this really clear distinction. And I think yes. this is why it becomes so powerful. And this is the real, and I really hope that people like that are listening and maybe you're writing some notes or maybe you're driving, like just really understand this next concept, because I think this is what takes it from a vision that never gets executed to total embodiment. Yes. A hundred percent completely. This is what, this is, this next part is what helps you to realize who you need to become to achieve your vision. Um, and so you have to write your I am statements. So for example, um, like a part of my, my, a part of my 10 year vision, um, is to change the education system around the world because I feel like it's fundamentally flawed. And yes, for people listening, I know that is a very big, ambitious task. I let it overwhelm me for a very long time until I figured out how I can potentially do that. Um, but for me to change the education system of the whole world, I need to become a certain person, right? So for example, um, your I am statement with that might be, I am 
being the best version of myself every single day, saying yes to opportunities that scare me and taking on pro big projects that help me to grow so that I can show other people what they can potentially do. Um, Ooh, that was a good little affirmation. I might use that one. <laughs> yeah. Or like, um, what are some other things? So for example, if you want to make, uh, one million, one million dollars just seems to be like the standard that everyone just Let's decides. Go. It's make. like a, a million. It's so easy. <laughs> I know. Right. Balling. So, yeah. But to, to make a million dollars, you need to become a certain person. So for example, it might be, um, I am a business owner that shows up fully, that meets all deadlines, that exceeds my clients' expectations, um, and that blows people out of the park with the work that I do. So if you if you start acting that way as a business owner, then you're going to be impressing your clients so much that they're going to start referring you. They're going to pay higher for the for the um, service that you're providing because you're providing them with such value. And so you're stepping into this person who can potentially make a million dollars because you're providing such value for your clients. So that's the key thing with the vision process is yes. Okay. Make the goals that you want to achieve, but then figure out who you need to become to achieve those goals through your I am statements. I, lo I love that. Just the flip. And I know we, we learned this through Joel and I love that we get to then just pass this on to the next generation of people that get to yeah. hear it and learn it. That's the best thing about learning a process or learning a system is that we all get to share in this evolution of just something. Right. But I also yeah, love that this creation is an, is an endless process and it takes consistent daily action to generate an incredible life. Because I yeah. often think that people, and I know you would get this, like you live in Bali. It looks so great. Like you look yeah. so happy. You must be killing it, Tay. But like, it's, it's the daily hustle that people don't see. Totally. Like, it's just, it sort of blows my mind sometimes. And I was talking about this with a friend the other day of how, and like, I really try not to just post my highlight reel on Instagram and stuff. But like in my stories, I'm always doing stupid stuff. Like I tell people <laughs> if I'm feeling sick or if I'm feeling down or whatever. She really but does, like, by the way. She's not just yeah. <laughs> But re like the deep, deep stuff, when it gets like really stressful and really bad, I don't really put that on my stories. And I hate that. Um, but here's but the thing. I don't want you to hate that for a moment. I don't want you to hate that. I want you to reframe that. I'm just going to give you a little coaching thing here because okay. you don't need to, to spray all of your dirty laundry on social media. Yes. You might be true. internally doing the work and that's okay. Yeah. So just well, reframe that. <laughs> yes. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you for your coaching. <laughs> You're um, so welcome. <laughs> yeah. But I think, wait, now I forgot what the question was. Uh, we were just talking about how the fact that it, sometimes we often see the, the glory and not the story. Oh yeah. It's, it's honestly really difficult to, and like I get people messaging me on Instagram quite regularly being like, Hey, I want to start my business and move to Bali. Like you did. What should I do? Um, I want to build a life of freedom and I don't want to have to work. And I just want to work maybe like two hours a day and then the rest I'll spend at the beach. And I'm like, <laughs> understand that if you start a business you'll not be working for two hours a day for a very long time unless you are like an absolute wizard or 
like a master <laughs> at your craft in whatever you do. Like it takes time to build up the systems and the processes and like yes, figure out what you want to do and actually even figure out your offerings. Like for me, when I started, what I offered when I started versus what I offer now is completely different, completely different. And so um, that's why like with my coaching clients, I, they often, it's often a big thing for them that they want to have their business, uh, have their website done fully done before they start doing business. And I'm like, no, it needs to be the other way around because there's no point in building your website before you even know, like maybe you want to, okay, they're thinking about offering SEO services. So they build their whole website around SEO and then they get their first client and they realize they actually hate doing SEO and they're going to change. And now they've just spent three months building up a website that they need to completely change because they don't actually, it's not something that they want to do. So like for me, when I started my business, I didn't have a website. I didn't like, I didn't have anything. I just started a Facebook page and an Instagram page and then just started reaching out to family and friends and just said, Hey, I'm starting a social media business. Like if anyone needs a social media manager, then like, please let me know. And I had like a uh, friend's parents, their business needed a social media manager. And that was my first client. And then like slowly through that, I've been able to build up and also build up my confidence to now Absolutely. Offer full like marketing strategy services and like content creation and videography and all of these, it, like my services have expanded exponentially in what I'm can do, what I'm capable of doing, but also what I have the confidence to do. But you need that sort of practice and you need to build that up over time. I think for a lot of people. So our point being is yes, you potentially could create a two hour business, in day, <laughs> but it's, it's, very more unlikely. And the other thing that I just wanted to add in there, because I don't yeah. like to crush people's dreams. We are yet, not yet average <laughs> millennials. And so I'm sure there's some extraordinary people that are listening to this podcast. But yes. here's the thing, when you become addicted to your passion and you become addicted to your vision, you can't stop. That's why you hustle hard. And so I love when people say, I don't want the hustle anymore. I don't want the grind anymore. Like, dude, I live for that shit because you know what? The hustle means that I'm in my dream and I'm living my purpose. I know. Oh my goodness. It's so crazy. It's funny because my mom always says to me, you work too much. Like you're working too much. <laughs> Slow down. And I'm like, mom, you don't understand what it feels like to actually have something that is your own and be trying to ha like... I have such a huge vision for what I want to create for my life and the, the amount of impact that I want to have on the world. And I'm not going to get, I'm not going to impact all of those people from working from nine till three or nine till four or nine till five. Like I'm going to have to put work in on the weekends. I'm going to have to work longer hours. I'm going to have to get up early and work late and, like the other week I got up at 3am for a client call and then the client just didn't show, but like, that's just what you have to do when you have your own business, because it's just, it's a sacrifice that you're willing to make for your vision. Yes. And I love that we're honest and real about that because I, I've never been someone to shy away from work. And anyone that does shy away from work, please don't start your own business because it does take a lot of, <laughs> a lot of time to build a commitment to your vision. And that's basically yeah. what we're trying to get across. Yeah, a hundred percent. Totally agree. I love that. And the last thing I'm going to throw in there is that we all have our own individual gifts. We have so much support. We have so many resources around us to do whatever we desire with truly limited, limitless potential. So just know that if one door closes in your life, 
like another one is going to open because you are so clear on your vision. And that's why um, I love what Tay shared today about how you can really match your vision and your goals to embodiment. Yeah, totally. Well, I was listening to a podcast the other day and they were saying the average millionaire has 14 businesses that fail before they, um, before they get to the business that makes them a millionaire, which is crazy to me because like, we're like, we're like halfway there girl, (laughs) (laughs) but like you can have this huge vision and you think at this point in time, okay, it's this business that's going to help me achieve this vision, but maybe it's not. Maybe it's two or three businesses time that's going to really help you impact the people that you want to impact and do the things that you want to do. It doesn't necessarily have to always be what you started from the start. And I think that's one quality that um, really comes up a lot in, in the entrepreneurs that I meet out here in Bali is that they're willing to pivot and they're willing to adapt and change and um, and then they don't get so stuck in, in what they're trying to, uh, sorry, they don't get stuck in like the vehicle of how they're trying to achieve the thing. They just know they want to achieve the thing and it doesn't matter how they get there as long as they get there. Mm, like I'm just going to let that simmer because you know what? I love that you just said it don't get stuck in the vehicle of how you're going to get there. Get stuck in the vision of what you're about to create. Yeah. Oh, that's a huge, if you get that and if that lands with you, like DM me, DM Tay, because <laughs> like, honestly, if you get how, cause that's high thinking, right? That's yeah. a high level of thinking. So truly, if you, if that landed on you, let us know, because we want to know, like, if you've loved this podcast, if you've loved this episode, if you got gained value from it, because understanding concepts like that is, is what really can be the game changer of playing small into 2020 or like exploding to create a a really global vision that really changes so many lives. Yeah, totally. I love that. Well, girl, we've had so much fun on here. I know. Thanks for having me. You're so welcome. I'm going to (laughs) finish off with my, my favorite last question to ask everyone. And I think this one is going to really hit home for you because Mm -hmm. I just know you and I feel like everyone's gotten to know how just badass of a millennial you are um, and so much knowledge to give. But taking it back a little bit, do you remember the person who you were before the world told you who you should be? Oh, shit. That's a really good question. (laughs) You're welcome. Um, Do I remember the person I was before the world told me who I should be? Well, I guess that's just me as a little kid, right? Feeling like the absolute freedom and not having any limitations and boundaries put on me yet. Um, Do you you feel like you step into that today or was there a moment where you you lost yourself in that? I think there was, I think for me, I did let for a very long time let society's expectations and um, other people's influences dictate what I did I really struggled to trust my intuition for a very long time um and it wasn't until I finished uni and sort of like I went to uni and did a degree that I didn't really want to do because like I wanted to go to I wanted to move to Sydney and go to performing arts school and become a singer and a dancer and I let people convince me that I would never make it in the performing arts world um and so I went and did communications and advertising and now I'm super grateful that I did because I'm now like living a dream life here in Bali Um, but it wasn't until I finished uni and couldn't find a job 
that it really sort of hit home for me. That's like, okay, now it's time for you to do what you want to do because you've let people dictate what you want to do for so long that you just need to stop listening to everyone else and start listening to you. And I didn't have, so like I stopped hanging out with my friends at home because they were quite toxic on like my mindset and stuff. I didn't have friends for ages. I literally, so many people tried to put me down and tell me I was stupid for starting my own business and wanting to move to Bali. And it's like, if I had a lip, if I had have listened to those people, I would still be stuck in Canberra, like hating my life. But when you truly like, when you just trust yourself and truly go for what you what you believe in and what you know you're capable of, that's when the real magic happens. And that's when you can get back to being who you truly authentically are supposed to be. It's, it's you getting back to who you were born to be because you weren't born to have society's limitations and expectations. And you weren't born to be told no. Like when you're, when you're born, when you're little, if you want to paint on the wall, you're going to paint on the wall. There's no like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's no voice in your head that's like, no, you shouldn't paint on the wall because like that's not what you're supposed to do. You just paint on the wall because you feel like painting on the wall. And so like now it's it's literally for me now it's getting back to that place of like, okay, what do I actually want to do? And I'm just gonna do that because it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. I need to stop living my life for other people and just start living it for me. So if I want to paint on the wall, I'm gonna freaking paint on the wall. Okay. We're all here to just paint on the wall and just do our own thing and just live our most epic lives ever. And on that note, mic drop. (laughs) No, thanks, but seriously, that was a mic drop. I thought you used the analogy of just painting on the wall, going for for whatever feels good for you. Yes, love it. Love it. Uh, so if you love this podcast, we will wrap it up here. But if you love this podcast, please make sure that you go follow Taylor. She has a couple of businesses. She always adds so much value to my life. She's a beautiful mm-hmm. friend. Um, and definitely go check out her giveaway for the Unbound video. Like who wouldn't want a whole year's worth of free video creating content? Like hello, entrepreneurs dream. <laughs> So please go check that out. Go um, let her know if you've loved this episode. Tag us in your stories. Um, And guys, until next time. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Not Just Your Average Millennial Podcast. If you loved this episode, don't forget to tag me in your Instagram stories or maybe you're even up for leaving a five-star review of the show. No matter what, follow this podcast on Spotify and subscribe to it on iTunes. It would really mean the world to me. And like always, go out there and start living an action-orientated, not-so-average lifestyle. Big love.